podcast about music, which, if you're new here, is a podcast about music. I'm one of your hosts, Logan. And I'm Eric. And we are back once again this week. Yes, we are. Logan, how many is this? Uh, 10 or 15 episodes so far? It's gotta be at least 15, if not more. Maybe 50? Uh, maybe 54. 54, no way. Yep, believe it. Uh, this week we are talking about Richie Havens, but first I wanted to ask you about your week, because we all know it's very important. <laughs> very nice of you to ask. Well, you're welcome. I had a great week. Um, first of all, I've been doing some running. Oh, great. Which is nothing unusual. Yeah. Uh, also Humble get, brag right there. Getting some uh, work done in the house, mm. which is nothing unusual. And um, last of all, I've just been following the news. Logan, have yeah. you heard of this COVID-19, the coronavirus, as they say? Mm, vaguely. I'm getting concerned, to be quite honest. How come? Uh, it seems like it's sweeping the nation once again. Yeah, it does. And if all of us just complied and wear, wore a mask, pardon me, and just didn't go out and do so many things in public, maybe we could kick it. But instead, we're going to claim that it's our against our human rights to wear a mask, and that really grinds my gears. Yeah, you know what? If it's against your human rights to wear a mask, why not just go naked in public? I because heard, wearing clothes. I heard some other people say yeah, that too. Not yeah, my, uh, not my quote. You can, you know, contact me if you have a problem with me saying <laughs> this. But another one I heard whoever say. Don't stop at a stop sign if you're not going to wear a mask. Shouldn't be controversial. It should not be that controversial. Or political. Yeah, you're right. They shouldn't be politicizing this. We're just trying to get back to normal as quickly as possible. Yeah, really. So we'll see how long that ha- uh, takes, right? Yeah, I could probably go on for hours with that Please kind of do. ranting Please and raving. Do. Yeah, you want us to make our listens go further down than they already have? I'm not sure we're really talking about music tonight. <sighs> right now we're not. Don't um, even get Logan started. You know the old expression, don't even get Logan started. Yeah, I was all flustered, could barely speak during that uh, brief period. Apparently I can hardly even speak now, but I'm going to try to inform you a bit about Richie Havens more than I have in the past. Tell me about Richie 0%. Havens. Well, the information that I speak of is sourced from allmusic.com, Rolling Stone, Britannica, and Wikipedia. Wow. Yep, credit where credit is due. What type of music... Did he play or does he play? Oh, well, he unfortunately passed away, but he played folk, rock, and that kind of intertwined genre Mm. called folk rock. Anyway, Richie Havens was born in the Bedford section of Brooklyn. He moved to Greenwich Village in 1961 in time to get in on the folk boom that was taking place. Eric, do you have anything to say about that so far, or should I continue? I think I'd like to hear more. He was actually born January 21st, 1941 in Brooklyn, New York, and unfortunately passed away April 22nd, 2013. From the beginning, when he played village folk clubs in the mid-60s, Richie Haven stood out due to more than just his imposing height. He was six and a half feet tall, and his ethnicity, he was African-American in a largely white folk scene. Remember, this was the 60s. He played acoustic guitar with an open tuning and in a fervent Fervent? Fervent, that's the word. Rhythmic style, and sang in a sonorous, gravel road voice that connected folk, blues, and gospel. After recording two albums for a small label, Havens hooked up with Bob Dylan's manager, figuratively, Albert Grossman. With that, <laughs> figuratively. With that Havens' vis- visibility jumped up a new... 
not written well, Britannica. With that, Havens' visibility jumped up a, a few notches. I think they meant few, but it says new. Havens already had a growing audience thanks to his albums like 1968's ambitious folk blues psychedelic double LP Richard, Richard P. Havens, 1983, when he signed up for Woodstock. Richie wasn't supposed to be the first act that opened the festival. Wait a second. Hold it right there, Logan. Yeah. I've heard of Woodstock. Me too. I've certainly heard of Richie Havens. As have I. Though you are providing all of the information about him tonight. Yeah, apparently I'm, a little too fast for my I've, tongue to comprehend. I really wanted to talk about him for a long time because I love his music. Yeah, this was going to be a prior but episode. I've got to stop you right there. Okay. What did you just say about Richie Havens and Woodstock? He opened Woodstock. Woodstock, the festival, festival in 1969. That took place in... Bethel, New York. Bethel, New York. New York, it's pronounced. New York, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you why he opened. He wasn't actually supposed to be the first act to open the festival. That slot was originally intended for the band Sweetwater, but that band wound up being stuck in traffic. Backstage, co-organizer Michael Lang approached Havens and practically begged him to go on instead. His first album after the Woodstock exposure, Alarm Clock, made the top 30 and produced a top 20 single, and here comes the sun. Now let me ask you a question, Logan. Sure. I was going to bring up my favorite song of Richie Havens, Freedom. Yeah, do it. Do you oh, have you did. any sort of trivia related to Freedom? Well, correct me if I'm wrong. But in Woodstock, a lot of people were chanting the word freedom. So, over a simple conga drum bass line, as it is, or was, or mm-hmm. even if it's not a bass line, it was just his uh, conga drummer playing the congas, he kind of improvised over the word freedom, and that's how his song Freedom came into fruition, which is I one of my remember, suggestions tonight. I remember hearing that story also, mm-hmm. not that long ago. A young man told me that story, perhaps... Half an hour ago? Half an hour ago. Does I was surprised to hear it. Resemble me? He does. He resembles me also. But yeah, he resembles uh-huh. you more than me. Wow. Well, we'll leave That's it a, a mystery as to who that That was fine my young first man, suggestion also. So for once, we're both recommending the same song. Yeah, we are. I Freedom. think it's happened before. These recordings were Havens' commercial high watermark but by this time, he had become an international touring success. By the end of the 70s, he had abandoned recording and turned entirely to live work. Richie Havens came back to the records with a flurry of releases in 1987. A new album, Simple Things, an album of Bob Dylan and Beatles covers, and a compilation. In 1991, Richie Havens signed his first major label deal in 15 years when he moved to Sony Music and released Now Nobody Left to Crown. Oh, release now period. Nobody Left to Crown was issued by Verve Forecast in 2008. Havens died of a heart attack at his home in Jersey City, New Jersey in April 2013. He was 72 years old. And with that, a legend passed on. You couldn't have said it better. Well, thank you. I actually paraphrased and blatantly copied from allmusic.com, Rolling Stone, Britannica, and Wikipedia. Well, you did a great job. Thank you. I'd like to recommend another song. Please. As is our mm, habit on this show. Yeah. Sometimes we don't just like to cover original music. We like to cover songs that the artist has covered. Covered, yes. 
So some of his best work, in my opinion, was redoing songs that other artists recorded originally. And he's done it with several different artists. Mm. One of my favorite versions of a song yeah. is his cover of Bob Dylan's song, Just Like a Woman. Wow. Do you know that song? Uh, not personally, but... You've heard of it. I've Just heard of like it, yeah. Bob Dylan's song, Just Like a Woman, performed by Richie Havens. Mm-hmm. Check it out. You'll find the song... Um, linked, I hope, by Logan in the show notes. So I just need to write these down. What songs have we already suggested? What was I the first one? You suggested Freedom, and so did I. Yeah, we talked about another one before that, but that won't be linked. Freedom. Mm, I don't think we did. What's oh, that song you, you mentioned just... Here Comes the Sun, which is a Beatles song. Yeah, we won't link that one. What's no. the song you just said? My just like a woman. Just, just like, like a woman. woman. Yeah. Anything else? Um, I know you have at least one more. Here comes the sun. <laughs> okay, here comes the his, sun. The other song you mentioned, his cover of a Beatles song, of course. Yeah, I'm sure. Wonderful versions. Talk about taking an original spin on things. Yeah. A lot of what made him great was just him and an acoustic guitar and a lot of passion. Yeah, as I was saying, I'm sure I can get away with playing a little bit of one of his songs. I know a lot of listeners have been saying, hey, Logan, hey, Eric, why don't you play any of this music on your pod? Well, if you've been a religious listener dating all the way back to June 3rd, 2019, you'll know that we actually put full songs in our show and it got flagged and taken down. So we weren't able to do that. That's back when I sounded a year younger than I do now, which in a year will be twice as embarrassing and this will also be something to look back on but Logan, here's a bit of freedom live say what you're going to say before let's i play hear it. it That's a little preview of Freedom. Played it for a little bit more than I thought I would, but I don't think all that um, just guitar soloing, as it were. And strumming. Strumming, yeah, and those light conga slash bongos would really t- flag us too badly. So there you have it. If you want to hear more, of course, just press that link wherever you consume your audio podcast media. I'm guessing this is an artist that maybe An some artist. of our listeners have heard of mm-hmm. but uh, one that many have not yeah and somebody they haven't probably uh dove in very deep yeah. into well how about this yeah. we'll take a quick break thank you a few sponsors oh, and boy. we'll come back for really fake all right sounds very professional they see me rolling they hate it. 
Hello and welcome to Real or Fake. I'm one of your hosts, Logan. And I'm Eric, still. And we're going to bring you just the same as we always have. Two news stories each, one of which is real and one of which is fake. We switched up the theme song today, and I believe we're going to be switching it back next week because that would lead us down the long road of getting copyrighted. A lot of legal battles will ensue. Yeah, this is like the episode. If you are out to get us, flag us as many times as you not, want. Not sure you want to put that no, out no, there publicly. No, I'm being sarcastic. Please yeah, don't. It's all in the public record now, Logan. Well, we're off the books. No, um, I remember you went first last week, so would you mind if I went first this week? I do not mind. Wow. Story number one. Woman in southern state sentenced to two years in jail for breaking and stealing a service employee vehicle. Alavoice Ariana Kane of New Grassroots, Texas, was found guilty for stealing a Fiesta Market at-home delivery compact car. Witnesses claimed that she broke the car window with a heavy bag full of what appeared to be rocks and took off as fast as the vehicle could manage. She was pulled over 10 minutes later and tried in virtual court two days after that. She is now in the Linda Woodman State Jail awaiting transfer to the William P. Hobby unit later this month. Wow, there's so much detail in there. Rich detail. I would guess that's the fake story without hearing the second one. Because there's so much detail that it seems like you were really trying to throw me off with all that detailed information. Well, I just have to check my uh, real or fake pocket constitution really quick. Nope, you have to hear the second story. (laughs) Story number two. Idaho County election determined by a coin toss. Last month, Republican contenders Carol R. Davey and Brock Frazier each received 36 votes for the... Wait a second, I'm stopping right there. You're telling me there's a man named Brock? Frazier? I'm telling you there's a man named Brock Okay, Frazier. well, guess Each received what? This is... 36 votes for the position in Ada County's Precinct 1915. The results were officially counted on June 2nd. Idaho law has stipulated that tied votes in either primary or general county elections will be decided before the county clerk by a toss of a coin. The law dated back to 1970. So... Story number one, a woman smashed a car window and took off in it as fast as the car would allow. A grocery delivery vehicle with a bag of rocks. That's what it said. As fast as possible. Yeah. Second story, coin toss settles an election in Idaho? Uh, let's see. Ada County, Idaho. How do you spell Ada? A-D-A. All right. Wow, you've got me stumped. They both sound ridiculous. Wow. Well, but I mean, I'm gonna they go do. with my gut. First story, fake Rooney. Is that the you got it music? It sure is. Wow, yeah. I got it. Yep, you got lot, it. Lot first of story detail was on fake. That first one. Yeah, I spent quite a while on that one and kind of drew inspiration from my name is earl when joy stro- stole pardon me stole a truck full of goods and a person in the back for those of you who haven't followed it my name is earl was one good darn television program yeah it's on hulu if you have a hulu subscription basic subscription you can watch the show i'm watching it watch it with me not personally but you can kind of Stay up to date on everything Earl, podcast about music edition. I am currently towards the end of season two. 
so that's where I am. All right. Well. Oh, by the way, big spoiler. It's kind of like the turning point for season two that she stole the truck, but whatever. Wow. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, my real or fake don't measure up to yours this week. Well, I feel like that would be my real or fake doesn't measure up to yours this week. Don't is like, my real or fake don't measure up to yours. Yeah, they do it's not. It's like rapper. They don't measure up. It's a plural thing. They don't measure my up. My real or fake, as in real or fake, the thing oh, does not okay. measure up. Yeah, my real or fake stories don't measure up to yours now you got it that's what was implied in the first place okay well i'm glad we got uh uh we got welcome to our newest segment grammar police (laughs) grammar police with eric and lo i'm wearing your slogan logan i like to um theme my real or fakes you know i'm sure you do this week's theme yeah what are people doing to prevent the spread of covid19 i can tell you what they're not doing i know it has to do with noses and masks i know i've heard a lot of other stuff that you don't even want me to get started on but logan yeah people all over the country we've seen the news stories yeah maybe not these two certainly (laughs) not one of them (laughs) but people are doing some wacky things out there Mm mm-hmm not understanding the science believing the um let's just say believing the people that they believe you higher see power what i mean you will see what i mean okay when we talk about these stories story number one okay we're uh visiting um a catholic church in right. rural town iowa great The pastor of this church is recommending to all their parishioners that before entering the church on Sunday for their Sunday Mass, they soak in a bath of 10 parts water, one part vinegar, and one part... I have no idea. (sighs) I can't even say it. Dog urine. Oh. 10 parts water, one part vinegar, one part dog urine to help with germs yeah as well as evil spirits oh perfect under the category of you can't make this stuff up no you cannot that's story number one rural town iowa so all you do is just soak in dog urine to keep evil no, spirits no away? no only one to twelve part oh well i mean you're still yeah. soaking in it it's mostly water dog urine soak as it were and they want you to do that before attending mass on sunday well at least it's once a week that i can deal with yep Story number two. Story number two. Oh, goody. A Michigan library mm-hmm. is sending a message out to all of its library parishioners, as it was. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of um, common threads to these yeah. stories tonight. Yeah, there are. There's a lot of ways to clean your products. There's a lot of ways you might decide to clean your library books. Mm-hmm. But they're reminding people, please don't microwave your books oh man it's not effective in reducing the COVID-19 on it yeah and it also ruins your books well I mean it only makes sense it makes a lot of sense yeah but then again there are some pretty ignorant people out there that don't know how to effectively take care of the coronavirus I had to reel myself back in for that one 
I might break out the old PSA at the end. Not sure. Oh, gosh. I have that whole website bookmarked. (laughs) It's been a few episodes. So I believe that your first story is fake. I know why you do. Because of the dog urine. That's that's it. It's It's because of the dog urine. The dog urine's always a red flag in these stories. Yeah, like every time it's either dog urine or dog urine. That's all I can think of. Yeah, you got me there. Am I right? You are absolutely correct. Well, it doesn't really come as a surprise now that I've had a few months winning streak, as have you. Yeah, we're getting better at this. Yeah. We're both getting better at our uh, delivery. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Well, I seem to think so but better at our we'll let the deduct- listeners decide better at our deductive processes as they would say in Canada. yeah really um i was gonna say something good stories i liked it oh thanks um you too to hype up the podcast what do you say me and you take a quick picture and no just save it for my camera roll. no uh, i don't think so guess um what i just got lightning alert Closest strike within 10 miles. Be careful. A storm is nearby. Probably a lot of our listeners are getting that. It's summertime. Brought to you by Weatherbug. It yeah, these things don't really on the top half of the earth amount to a ton of stuff. The way we look at the earth on a globe. Yeah. North half, we should say. Mm-hmm. Summertime, living's easy, and there's a lot of thunderstorms around. Yes, there are. Um, What do you say we go right into Weekly Wisdom? I'm not even going to stop the recording. Please do. All right, this life hack comes from my life hacks calendar. Swimming immediately after eating is safe, despite what you may have heard. That's going to pretty much blow the barn doors off of a lot of people's um, sensibilities. This is industry changing, folks. Now, after eating. Which industry? The The, moms sending their kids into the pool industry? That and the eating before swimming industry. Yeah. Um, You can eat in the pool. I wouldn't suggest it, but you could. It depends whose pool it is. Yes, it sure does. So that's the industry-changing life hack that might just change your life forever. Logan, when I tell you when it comes to pool days and mealtimes, you've saved me a half hour a day. Wow, thank you. It's like getting a little piece of my life back. Yeah, it really is. So if you want to get a little piece of your life back, or a whole lot big piece of your life back, due to respiratory infections and long-lasting effects, wear a gosh darn mask in public. Language. Language. Yeah, well, it had to be said. Eric, any parting words? Logan, I think you do the parting words best. All right, well... Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. We'll see you next week.